Welcome to Canada's podcast. Hello, this is Robert Smile coming to you today with Canada's podcast, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in British Columbia. Rob Hatch is currently living in Ladysmith, BC on a small hobby farm with his family. For Rob, living on the West Coast is the best of both worlds with being a short distance from both the mountains and the ocean. The West Coast is what inspired Rob to start his company, Big Venture Sales, and continues to inspire his brands, Crave Stevia and Aromatic Creation. Rob has been working on his businesses for over 30 years and is constantly learning and adapting to the ever-changing world as his business continues to grow. Well, Rob, welcome to Canada's podcast. Thanks for taking the time today to be here for all our listeners. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. Okay, I want you to tell us a little bit more about yourself and give us the details on your current business. Are you originally from Vancouver, born and raised? Yeah, uh, I'm not uh, from Ontario originally, but came out as a young kid uh, uh, back in the uh, 1979, actually. Okay. In the Nanaimo. So I've been in Nanaimo uh, pretty much my whole adult life, for sure. I'm sure you've seen it grow exponentially over the years. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. The whole island. Hey, tell, yeah. So tell yeah. us about your business. Well, basically, uh, so what we've done is we, we have a company called uh, Big Venture Sales, which has brands in it, uh, uh, Crave Stevia and Aromatic Creation. Uh, Crave Stevia is a, uh, a line of stevia uh, for keto-friendly, diabetic-friendly products. So it's an all-natural sweetener, zero glycemic, zero carbs, zero calories. And then we have also have the Aromatic Creation line, which is a completely all-natural, clean uh, body care line. So it's uh, no preservatives, no uh, like harmful preservatives, no uh, chemicals. And we, we try to keep everything natural, safe, and clean. Okay, cool. Now you've been around for 30 years. So did you need financing to start your company way back then? How do you currently make money in the business now? Uh, well, so we've, uh, I've been doing the Stevia, this, the, the big venture sales for, for about 15 years. And then before that, we had another company that we, we had that we sold. So I took some of that money uh, from the company we sold back in the day and to start this company. And we really don't have work. We, we don't have any type of uh, debt in our company. We're, uh, we're self-financed. And we've also managed our growth to make sure we can, uh, we've controlled our growth so we didn't uh, grow too fast over the 15 years. Okay. Now you got a, a few businesses here. So um, I want you to kind of focus on maybe on one on this next question. I want you to give me a key piece of knowledge or information about your industry that our listeners can learn from that they may not know about. Well, basically uh, one of the key pieces uh, with the Crave Stevia is being able to, uh, we control our brands, we control our uh our, our recipes and we control everything from uh, basically we control it from the beginning to getting it out to the consumer. And that has been uh, one of the things that I learned over the years is when you have full control of your brands and then you have control of your products where when you're say you, you buy products and resell like a distributor, 
if something happens, uh, the relationship falters or they decide they can go out and do something on their own or, or and after you've done all the work, they can pull it from you. Where when you own your own brands, you, you always have control. You make the final decisions on what's happening. So you own from manufacturing to final sale? That's right. Okay. What is the long-term vision and what will your company look like in the future? Do you see the company expanding into other areas and where beyond Vancouver, BC, or even Canada? Yes. So we, so we, we are coast to coast in Canada now. Uh, we have just started to expand into the United States. So we're uh, on Amazon.com. We have uh, a few distributors down there that we work with. So we are in some stores and chains down there as well. And as well as we are now looking to expand into uh, Japan, China, and into the Far East. Where do you think your biggest growth areas are? Asia? Europe? U.S.? Uh, yeah, I, I think that that uh, Asia will be probably in a few years. Right now, our main uh, push first off is going to be the U.S. With the, okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. We, let's talk a little bit about doing business in British Columbia, specifically sure. in Nanaimo, the island. What are the biggest benefits for you in being an entrepreneur in Vancouver on the island, BC? Give us some of the good points about starting a company here and also give us some of the tough things or challenges for our listeners so they can keep an eye out for them. Okay. So uh, one of the great things is lifestyle. Uh, you know, obviously having, um, I, I love being on my boat, so I enjoy it. And there's nowhere else in the world I'd rather be. Uh, so that's, that's, a, that's a very big plus is uh, having a business in a place where you want to be, uh, opposed to being in a large city or uh, back east somewhere. Uh, downfalls are logistics is a problem, especially on Vancouver Island, because you have that body of water between the mainland and the island. Also staffing. Staffing is uh, a little bit tougher. On the larger centers, you have a little bit more people to choose from in the, in the markets that they you know, to specialize in versus on, on the island that's a little bit uh, softer for that. Okay. So we want to take you back 30 years ago. If you were to start all over again and you just moved here to Vancouver or British Columbia, but this time you don't know anyone, knowing what you know now, what would you do? And how would you go about starting all over again as an entrepreneur? Oh, that's a tough one. Oh, wow. Um, I, I probably, if I was to do it all over again, I probably would, uh, I probably would move to uh, a little bit larger center down in Victoria to start over, uh, a, having uh, more access to resources down there. Also, I would probably, uh, there is a lot of government funding that's available now for young entrepreneurs that uh, is available, which was not necessarily 30 years ago was even even heard of uh, to get that uh, to help fund some of your businesses and some of your business ideas where uh, today that, yeah, there's some really good opportunities for that. And I would probably, I, if I was starting over, I would be taking advantage of a lot of that for sure. Yeah, because there's the grants because mm -hmm. of uh, just the current economic situation. And there's also the loans, right? Yes. So would you take advantage of both? Oh, absolutely. But also, but there's also a lot, there's more grants out there than just the, the current COVID grants. There's grants for equipment. There's grants for uh, marketing. There's grants for uh, building a website. There's uh, uh, grants uh, for uh, 
um, hiring people now, like just for like summer students. You, uh, we were just talking about the other day, like there's a $11,000 grant just to hire summer students. You, and you, you get $11,000 of the wages paid for for the summer. Nice. Totally. It's amazing. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk a bit about your routine and what keeps you motivated. What does the first hour look like for you when you get up in the morning? Do you have a specific routine or a ritual that helps you get motivated to start your day? Um, no, you know, back uh, when, when I was, uh, uh, you know, when I was younger, absolutely. I would go in. Uh, my first thing is, you know, in the, the daytime, I'd come into my office, I would shut the doors, I would sit down, I'd go through whatever emails I needed to. Uh, go through some of the uh, things I need to check off and and make sure we're getting done. Now uh, it's I've streamlined a little bit more. I've got a few more people uh, involved. I got a great operations manager, so now I can start thinking about bigger picture. First thing in the morning, I'll sit down and have a coffee at home. I don't even come into the office right away, and then I figure out what I'm going to need to what I want to check off as far as uh, uh, product development. Uh, where we're going with uh, things, talking to our sales manager, uh, and I'll also have a conversation with our operations manager. And that will be the, that. That's the first hour. Okay, so you have your key people in place. I do. Keep your yeah. going. Okay. Do you think entrepreneurs have to be weird or unique in a positive way, or are wired differently? Um, I think entrepreneurs are wired differently only because. Uh, yeah, sometimes you do, uh, you, you spend hours upon hours working. You're working, uh, especially in the beginning, you're working 24 seven, your mind never shuts off. And uh, there's a lot of people that are just, they're, they're not wired that way. They just don't want to be that way. After, after five o'clock, they're done. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk entrepreneurs read a lot. What books are you reading now and why are even audio books or podcasts? And can you recommend any books for our listeners who are also entrepreneurs? So uh, I do listen to a lot of podcasts, but the, the one that I enjoy is it's called the journal and it's uh, out of New York and it's about uh, basically it's money. Uh, so it's basically business, money, and power. And I listen to it faithfully every day. And it's a 20 minute podcast that, uh, and if they pick a subject and they talk about it and they, they, they research it and it's a phenomenal product, uh, like a podcast for sure. Okay. Any online or offline tools that you use on a daily basis? Um, uh, I do, uh, well, online tools is I, I do a lot of research, especially when I'm doing product development for raw materials. So I do, uh, um, I'm researching uh, uh, different databases for uh, raw material ingredients. Also, looking for equipment. There's a uh, we there's a there's a resource that we we use uh, for machinery companies. Um, so we you know understand what you know if we're going to launch a product, we have to understand what what the machinery is going to look like to launch the product, what, how to, how to make it. Uh, and then get it into motion and to the uh, end finished good for, for marketing. Okay. We've got a couple of rapid fire questions here for you. If you sure. weren't doing what you do now, what would you like to do for a profession? Oh, I enjoy what I'm doing. So I, uh, a, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. So, How about a sea captain on a big cruise ship? 
Oh, sure. I'd love to, I'd love to be, uh, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to be on the water all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Fair enough. That's, that's a, that's a good statement. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, there you go. Yeah. What kind of job would you not like to do? Couldn't do it. Um, I basically couldn't be a, a first responder. Couldn't be, you know, someone in that uh, type of role. I'm, I'm just, uh, it, that would be a tough job. Okay. I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it can be pretty traumatic. Yeah, I have to stomach yeah. for it, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. In business, what is your favorite word, quote, or sentence that you like to use? If someone in your company said he says this a lot, what would it be? Let's get it done. Okay. What is your least favorite word or sentence you do not like to hear? Uh, I hear this uh, every so often from one of my team members. Not going to happen. I can't stand that. I just can't. It's like, can't. Anything yeah. like, can't, yeah. don't do it. Yeah, can't. Yeah. If you had to pick one or two words to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Uh, driven. Motivated. Always been like that? Always yeah. been like that? Yeah. For 30 years? Yeah. Absolutely. Hasn't changed? Hasn't slowed? Still the same? No, I, I'm, st I'm still driven. Uh, basically, uh, I'm going to have to say is priorities maybe have changed slightly only because in the beginning when money was very tight, you were always driven, you're always working to make sure you had enough to, to cover everything. And then once you've got the money in the bank, it's a little, you can start to let your people handle a little more and you can start enjoying life and being, spending time on your boat and doing a few things, but it's still, you're still driven. You're still focused on your yeah. business. Where, yeah. where do you go on your boat? I spend a lot of time on the west coast of Vancouver Island. I, I enjoy fishing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. Okay. Anything keeping you up at night these days? Regarding uh, business. Yeah. Right now, um, uh, probably is the uh, the situation with the economy. I'm very concerned about that. Uh, very very concerned with inflation and how it's uh, starting to rapidly increase and uh, how that may affect. Uh, our pricing of raw materials to our, uh, you know, people's ability to service their debts, to, you know, all the way along. It affects business. You know, we're protected in the fact that, yes, we're a food product for the most part or a health product, but it's still, there could be long, there could be long-term effects for years to come that could be, we're just not even understanding it. Okay. Over the last 30 years, do you have any advice that you may have received that you can pass on to entrepreneurs throughout Canada? Gee, was, um, I've received a lot of advice over the years. Uh, you know, it's a, you know, basically, uh, probably the best advice I received was uh, owning your own real estate for your, your business. And uh, that was a great move. Absolutely. Because in essence, the business rents from the owner. That's right. right? And then when the, when, the build, when the building's paid off, it's just uh, another asset, right? But that well-valued asset. Awesome. Okay. Well, you've seemed to have your business under control, but uh, as always, entrepreneurs are very, very busy people. And I think you can relate to this next question. Uh, we're going to take you away from all the work and we're going to put you on a boat which is what you love to do. There's a small tropical island just off of Fiji that has only one phone booth there. There is no internet. This place does exist. 
We're going to drop you off there. You won't have a computer or a smartphone or tablet. You can use a phone booth located there. Anytime to call the boat, we'll come pick you up. How long would you last before you made that call? And what would you do while you were there? Wow. I, I, you know what? I could probably make it. I could probably make it a couple of weeks, uh, but uh, at the most. And then I would definitely be making that phone call because uh, I, I don't think I've ever taken a holiday more than two weeks long. Uh, and uh, and what would I do if there was a fishing rod? You can take anything. You can take yeah. anything. You're right. There's fishing. just no internet. Yeah. There's just no internet. That's the yeah. that's the main thing. Yeah, okay. I'd so be fishing. Yeah. So if you had to choose between the internet and the fishing rod, you go with the fishing rod. Uh, yeah, but it's. But I would probably say no. I probably end up. I I probably have to have the internet at some point. Yeah. Yeah. To keep an eye okay. on things. But cool. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna wrap things up. How can our listeners get hold of you? And is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today? Uh, well, they can get a hold of me at uh, uh, they, you know basically at. Uh, um, uh, BV sale, big venture sales dot uh, ca, and as well as uh, they can get a hold of me through my uh, email, which is bv rob at bv sales dot ca, and and of course there's uh, we have our number, our, our office number, which is seven seven eight seven six two zero triple eight, and uh, it's and uh, yeah. Well, what was the last the- last last part? Any words of advice? Uh, anything before you can add? to uh conversation before you leave us today anything you'd like to that we've missed out that you'd like to add words of advice inspiration anything like that the biggest thing is you know uh, entrepreneur is a tough job and uh you know starting up a business is uh, a very strenuous thing but it can be well worth the while uh especially long term it does get easier as you build your business as you uh uh build wealth Uh, it gets a lot easier and it becomes worth something down the road to sell as a retirement. Uh, most business people don't, uh, you know, they, 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 they invest in their business uh, wholeheartedly uh, and hope that uh, things work out for them. But if you keep working on it, you will succeed. And, you know, and, there, and that's, and I do believe that hard work does pay off. Eventually, you just got to keep yeah. at it. Stay focused. Okay. Stay focused. Keep to the task. Okay, Rob, thanks for coming on the show. I've learned a lot about you and I'm sure our listeners have as well. Great. Thanks for having me.